0: Well,
1: it was a spur of the moment thing, but uh, I was able to get uh, Grand Rapids Griffins. Oh, wait a minute. I'm st- it sounds weird. Former Grand Rapids Griffins and Detroit Red Wings defenseman Joey Hickett's on. Oh, he just signed a contract with the Minnesota Wild. Oh, man, say it ain't so. And uh, I was able to get in touch with him on the podcast, and he opened up talking about how uh, fondly he's looked back on the past five years in Grand Rapids.
0: Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, I think I said that yesterday at one of the local radio stations, but that was like one of the best best things of my lo- career, um, going to Detroit and then getting a contract and being able to spend five years of, of my life at GR was um, something special. And I'll, I'll always remember Grand Rapids. That, that was something. Um, you know, the people of the city, the people of Michigan, West Michigan, um, were always so good to me. My teammates, you know, the, the, the coaches, the training staff, everyone was was so great. Uh, I'll definitely remember that. And then I'll remember our, regular, our uh, PA and
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of uh, One of my favorite things, Joey, was uh, I was talking to your mother about this, and I think your grandmother even weighed in about, you tend to be a little bit nosy does that does that uh, does that uh, fit in your world because whenever the ice would get messed up, you would always kind of hover over it to see how the ice crew would be maintaining it.
0: I don't know if I'm nosy per se in real life, but on the ice I feel like just got to make sure everything's going okay and I feel like I'm a guy that can do that you know? even though I even though I have no idea. What the hell they're doing on the ice half the time? But I'll yeah. go act like I know what I'm doing and, and try to fool people. You know.
1: Do you remember that one game against Chicago when somebody with the uh, the uh, Zamboni driver went too deep on the ice and and wrecked the ice?
0: Yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and then you. I remember you guys were actually like uh, you and a couple other members of Chicago were reading the rule book as to how they would proceed. To figure out how you guys could get the game going, like like what the plan was. Remember that?
0: Yeah, I remember. Well, they were trying to to cancel the game because we were up, because we were we were up like three or four goals, I think, at the time. So they were trying to figure out a way to to cancel the game if it went too long. And we're like, no, 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 we're finishing this game right now because we got them on the ropes, type thing. Right, right, and. And so they were trying to get out, and then I saw them bring the rule book over there, and I'm like, I wonder how long I can stand over there before somebody and says something to me. So I went over there and stood there, probably a stupid thing looking back, but um, it only took them about a minute or two before yeah. the ref decided that was a bad idea. Well,
1: I actually took a picture of that. It was you and a couple and and a couple dudes from Chicago actually with the book consulting the book and uh, and yep. uh, and Pete Walner at the time he was writing for M live he goes that is an amazing picture and i think he post <laughs> i think he posted that picture <laughs> like as uh, part of an article it was uh, you were always kind of mixed up in uh, in those in those little nuance moments and i uh, uh, you, uh, with the, a, a long list of amazing uh, amazing things that happened, including the 2017 championship, man, and I mean that was that was as real as it gets. I, I I've never experienced anything like that. Had you ever had anything like that happen you where you'd won a championship leading up to that?
0: Well, I mean, I was world juniors, but uh, I everyone always asked what, what was you know better, uh, world juniors or or Calder Cup, but they're two different things. When, I mean, I was young when I won for Canada. I was only 18 at the time. And when you win for Canada in Canada, that's something that you could never—that feeling you could never replace. That, but right. um, two years later, when we won the Calder Cup, I always say that's probably the most important hockey championship that that I've won. Think um, like to myself, not not to the country, not to anyone else per se, but to me to go through. Uh, you know, a ten-month season with the same group of players, um, as opposed to you know going together for three weeks, winning, and everyone going back to their club teams. Right. I think when when you build that bond over ten months, and you go through, um, you know, the dog days, and you go through some practices where no one wants to be there, and you kind of you you bond together over those types of things, and when you when you end up winning with a group like that, that's been together for so long. And, um, I mean, you know, it's never going to be the same, you know, someone's leaving after that. Um, it's, it's a special feeling. And, and that's, like I said, that's probably the most important championship of everyone. Uh,
1: yeah, you, you were, an, uh, a, an epitome of consistency. I mean, uh, when it comes to the defensive uh, presence, I mean, you're blocking shots, uh, Every game, uh, and, and it seemed to be no drop off in any way, shape, or form. Uh when you're a fan like me, it's sometimes a head scratcher when we see that both Dylan McElrath and Joey Hickets aren't going to be there anymore. I know you look at it as like just a business, but I mean it just it just seems like it's uh it just doesn't seem right to us as fans. Uh what do you think about all that from your perspective?
0: Well, I'm gonna miss Grand Rapids. You know, maybe, maybe more than some of the fans, you know, will miss me. I I, I think. Um oh, I don't know about it's that. A, it, it's a place where I have, you know, I I've grown into, you know, a man. I, I came there at twenty, never lived alone. I've been, like lived with billets and stuff, and and got there and and learned, you know, how to how to live life. And um, like I said, it'll always hold a special place in my heart. At the same time. Um, I think for me to to move on with my hockey career and, and hopefully get a you know a substantial chance in the NHL, I thought Minnesota was a good place to be.
1: Um, when it comes to, I mean, was it uh, did the Red Wings have nothing to offer you?
0: No, no, they had stuff to offer. I just you know we talks to me and stuff. I just thought Minnesota was going to be a better opportunity, um, you know, to make the NHL. Um, Detroit, uh, I mean, they're in a rebuild. They're they're looking to push young guys in with older, veteran guys to kind of show them the way. And I think I may have just got lost in the shuffle there. So maybe going to a team that's more in contention right now, I'm looking for someone. To, to fill in um, kind of a middle-bottom pair, D-man, I think uh, a team like Minnesota fits that, um, fit that pretty well.
1: Um, one of the things that stood out to me when you played for the Griffins was, and I talked about this earlier in the podcast, when I was like, oh man, holy crap, I remember when I first had an the first interaction I had with him, we hadn't spoken, you kind of just looked at me and like gave me a nod on a face-off, which happened quite a bit between us over the years oh shit, there's Joey, you know um, and you and you do that with fans too, you have a lot of communication with fans while you are actually like lining up for a face-off you've been doing that your entire career, right?
0: Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, if we're not gonna have fun out there, there's no point in being there. If we don't love what we're doing, might as well not do it. So, right. I've I've always loved kind of doing it. Those little interactions, whether it's uh, just a nod uh, before a face-off, uh, skating around before the the period starts, that type of thing. I think it's important to show um, one that that we're human that we're going to fund but two these are these are supporters these are people that that take time and and money other day and to to come watch us and um you know you want to put on a show but you also want to show how much we appreciate what um their their support means to us as well
1: january 7th if by chance, by some strange coincidence, uh, because there's no doubt you're going to be spending uh, all of your time with the Minnesota Wild because we know you're an NHL player. But if by chance you happen to be with the Iowa Wild, you the Iowa Wild are in Grand Rapids on January 7th, I am looking at the schedule. I I I don't know. That's going. That would be very very weird to me to see you in another uniform. I don't. I, that, that's going to be just the oddest thing, Joey.
0: I think it'll be odd for me. Um, it's something that you don't know, think is happen until it happens, and um, you know that game especially. I'm I'm hoping that I've in minnesota for that one that it'd be uh very emotional time kind of kind of looking around and and remembering all the good times that have happened in that building and then knowing everyone well i guess i got turned now he came to minnesota too did he, I mean, If you can believe that
1: wait, wait but, a minute i uh, didn't know i didn't know we lost uh, turd uh,
0: you there yeah
1: i'm here i'm here i didn't i, did, I didn't know yeah, so i didn't know um, we lost Turgeon, would too. be yeah
0: a, a weird time coming back did that?
1: I had no idea that we lost Turjan.
0: Yeah, he sighted in Minnesota yesterday too. I didn't. Uh, know.
1: Fuck. One <laughs> after the man. The, I tell you, the the hits keep on coming. I knew about Mac. I knew about you, and now Turjan. Anybody else that uh, that I should know about now that that's, uh that that hasn't been talked about? Uh,
0: not that I know. Yeah. Of no. yet. Shit.
1: That's rough. Well, you know how it is. Uh, that's that's the business, and uh, it's unfortunate for fans. But at the end of the day, I guess they know what they're doing. You know.
0: Well, yeah, I think. I mean, it's tough for the fans, but I think they got to respect everyone's choice. Um, I'm not saying that's the right or wrong thing to do, but I just think, um, you know, any guy like me and. and in Turk seems, I like guess, one of many. I think we just saw that there's more opportunity there. Um, things have maybe got, not necessarily stale, but uh, a fresh start is never a bad thing. Yeah and um, you know looking forward to it and now at least we know someone going to see right, the right. again.
1: you guys are going to do great i know that i'm just uh, we're just bummed and i'm uh, i'm glad i was able to get you on here sorry i called so early but i, I what happened was i kind of just got on the topic of you and just started talking about how you earned that spot way back at prospect camp when uh when Yuri fisher brought you in and you were the most expect uh the uh, most expensive plane ticket to get, yeah. to get there, <laughs> that was uh, one of my favorite stories. Well, I tell you what, I yeah. this does, this is a bummer, but it's not goodbye. You know, I mean, we'll have you back on and in here. You know, you're a, a longtime uh, friend of the show, and and even more so than that. So, you know, I, I wish you nothing but success and good luck blocking shots for the Wild. You know.
0: All right. Well, thanks, Zader. It was nice talking to you.
1: Always a pleasure, Joey.
0: Yep, I had fun. Thank you. All right, buddy. Thank you. There yeah. you go. See you. Bye. See you game is the best game you can name and the best game you can name
1: is the good old